0: You are listening to the Reality Steve Podcast with your host, Reality Steve. He's got all the latest info and behind-the-scenes juice on this season of Bachelor in Paradise and interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. Now, here's Reality Steve.
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome to podcast number 311. I'm your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Good show for you today. We've got Iris Jardiel and Luke Weschelberger from Temptation Island. Season four on the show today, and I'll tell you why momentarily. Now, I can say this. I know a lot of you are like, wait a second. Luke and Iris, they were on the show five months ago. Yes, they were. They were on back in June. However there's been some things that have gone on in their lives that people brought to my attention. Cause I didn't follow either of them on Instagram. And a while back I had gotten an email about, Hey Steve, do you want to look into this? Because Iris had basically wiped her Instagram clean of Luke. And we know in the reality TV world, hell we know that in any relationship world, when somebody is posting all about their significant other, and then they're taking them off Pretty much means never a good thing. And that seemed to be the case for them. I contacted Iris and I said, Hey, if I'm speaking out of line here, please tell me. But someone just informed me that, you know, you have taken it off, Luke, off all your your whole feed. I saw your feed and I don't see Luke anywhere. This usually doesn't mean something good. I just wanna, you know, just curious what's going on, did something happen? And she said, actually, Luke and I are going to talk about this soon, and we're going to release something on our YouTube channel. They put it up today, but they said they also wanted to come on the podcast and talk about it because they enjoyed, I guess, their talk the first time around, and they really wanted to kind of get it out there and spread the word uh, of what's going on with them. So that is today's podcast. You'll really enjoy the conversation, I think, to very open and honest people about what's been going on in their relationship. And are they even still together to this day? So you'll find that out by listening to today's podcast. Before we get to that, we do have some other things that have gone on. I'm going to have it in the column today. It was in the um, Daily Roundup that is also on your Reality RealityC podcast feed. Yesterday, Zach had a hometown date in New York City with Ariel Frankel, and they were in Washington Square Park. They were at Sarge's in Murray Hill where I posted the pictures from and somebody else came to me yesterday as well and said, I've got video of them greeting in Washington state park, but they were asking for money. I don't pay for information. So if you see any videos of them greeting in um, Washington square park yesterday, um, I'm assuming that means that that person found a buyer to pay for the videos that they wanted to sell. And, you know, look to each their own, but this is a hometown date of somebody that nobody knows anything about right now, Ariel. And it's already known that Zach was on the date with Ariel yesterday. So don't really know exactly what you're going to pull for some videos like that. But you know, some people ask for money. It's happened. It probably happens maybe with me. When people say I've got some stuff, got some pictures, got some video, I'd say maybe 1% of the people ask for money. It just doesn't happen. People just like to, I've said this for years, it's crowdsourced. People just like to help out and like to send me stuff and they're not asking for anything in return. And if they do, I just say, i sorry, I don't pay. And then sometimes they'll be like, okay. And then I could tell they're going out to look for a buyer and probably 75% of those have ended up coming back to me and say like, yeah, I'll just give it to you. You know, and they just, because they realize, okay, this isn't I'm not sitting on like A list celebrity news here and I've got some scandalous video. It's just like, oh, here's someone on a date for a reality show. You know, that's I think people get delusions of grandeur when they when they have some footage and ask for money because you just gotta you gotta know what lane you're in. You're you have pictures and or video of a date on a reality show. It's not that groundbreaking. This isn't oh my gosh, uh, here's Kim Kardashian with her new boyfriend or whatever. You know, this is it is what it is. You got video and or pictures of a reality show date. Great. I don't think you're going to retire off any money you could possibly get from that. But, you know, so if it's out there, uh if it's out there then I guess they did find a buyer, but I'm not like I said, I don't pay for information. So, um he was on the date with Iris yesterday. There were um I think there was a TikTok out there of somebody that had them in Washington square park. And then I had a picture of them from behind going into Sarge's deli at, in Murray Hill. Um, That's what I was told. I've never been to Murray Hill. I don't think in New York, so I don't know the area at all, but they said they were walking in there and it was right before they were, you know, set to film. So yeah, Ariel Frankel, somebody that as far as any of you know, don't really know anything about. (laughs) I don't know much about her either. I mean, I knew she was still on the show and I had said earlier in the week, you know, the reason I haven't given out the hometown dates is because I only know three of the four of them. She was one that I knew got one. And so I'm still waiting uh, to see if I can find out before it happens, or maybe it might not. I might not even find out until it does happen, or maybe I won't find out until after the fact of who that fourth hometown is. But era was definitely one I knew about. So, Pictures, videos happened to get out yesterday in New York. So look for that. I put it in my, it was on my Twitter yesterday. It'll be, it was on my Instagram stories, which will probably disappear by, I put it up about five central yesterday, five central time. So you can check it out. Um, I'll have it in, I'll have it in today's column underneath the the two podcasts that I embed into the column as well. So there's that. And the other thing I really talked about in the daily roundup that you probably are interested in is the fact that, you know, we talked about Aaron and Genevieve from Tuesday night and how toxic that relationship was. Both of them took to Twitter and I didn't see it until yesterday. But, yeah, both of them on complete opposite sides of what went down. Aaron is saying, you guys realize reality TV isn't real, right? God, that that argument again. He said, you know, like 40 hours of filming a week condensed into four hours. You see such a small part. Guys, truly not the convo at all. And Genevieve comes back with nothing relevant to the argument was cut out. What you saw is what happened. So these two clearly aren't together. They're on opposite sides of the argument here. It's a he said, she said at this point, because we're never going to get the raw footage. But the way Aaron acted and the way everybody saw it, you look at the responses on social media I think more people are going to side with Genevieve on this one. It just it didn't look good for Aaron the way he threw out the word gaslighting. She also threw in, like, gaslighting, no, not a buzzword. Of course I understand the guys want time with the guys. Did we forget we were just away from our guys for a week and I wanted some time? I was never mad. I was upset because I wanted to talk to him alone about something. Is that too much to ask in a very calm way? And the answer to that is no. It isn't too much to ask. She didn't do anything wrong in that conversation. Aaron did. He came off as a complete ass. And, of course, he's going to blame the editing and say, oh, there you only see so much of the conversation. And she's saying, no, that was the whole conversation. What you saw is what happened. They didn't cut anything out. So it's just going to come down to who you want to believe. And speaking of who you want to believe, Nick Vile, of course, took Victoria Fuller's side yesterday and said, according to his sources, Victoria, there was no cheating and no infidelity involved. Even though Nick hasn't even acknowledged the fact that Victoria and Johnny get engaged at the end of Bachelor in Paradise. Yesterday, he felt the need to tell everybody, oh, yeah, by the way, there was no cheating or infidelity involved with Victoria. Well, (laughs) I I don't know. I don't know how he does his business, but um, clearly that information came directly from Victoria. He knows her. He's friends with her. Hell, he's had Greg on the podcast. I'm sure one or both of them told him to relay that on their behalf because they can't say anything yet. They can tomorrow. Tomorrow. I don't know about Greg. I don't know if he's going to be at the Bachelor in Paradise reunion taping. But we know the reunion taping is tomorrow in L.A., and hopefully I'll have some information on you for you on that tomorrow night. But as I said earlier in the week, who's going to be able to prove that? How can Victoria prove she didn't cheat? And I don't think Johnny's going to be able to prove that she did cheat. Unless there's pictures and or video evidence, it's a he said, she said. However, Victoria has a past. Johnny doesn't, at least with the audience of this show. So I tend to believe more people are going to believe Johnny's story, whatever he says on the after the final or the reunion taping tomorrow, than probably will of Victoria, because Victoria's been kind of messy about this whole thing, you know, jetting off to Italy with a polarizing man from this franchise, which is kind of a middle finger to her engagement and to Johnny. So we'll see what happens, but. You know, Nick saying no cheating happened, no infidelity happened. OK, great. Based on what? Because somebody told you it didn't prove it. He can't. Neither can she. And frankly, neither can Johnny decide that cheating did happen unless he has evidence. And I don't know if he's going to talk about evidence. I don't know if he's going to show evidence. I don't know what Victoria is going to do if she's going to accuse Johnny of cheating. It'll all be very interesting, and I'm sure it'll make for some good drama, but I don't think ultimately we're going to get a 100% definitive answer of if cheating happened between the two. I just don't think that's going to happen. But it'll certainly be entertaining. All right. Let's get going. Here it is. Luke and Iris, podcast number 311. Okay, let's bring them in. Um, You heard from them on this podcast back in June of this year. They were on season four of Temptation Island, which aired earlier in 2022. They were the only couple to get engaged at the end of this thing. It's Iris Jardil and Luke Weschelberger. Guys, thanks for coming on.
2: Hi. Yeah, thanks for having us. It's a pleasure. Glad to be back.
1: This this is going to be a very different podcast. I will tell you, this is podcast number 311 for me. And every podcast that I do an interview... I have notes in front of me of what I want to ask and what I want to say and, you know, points that I want to hit. And for this podcast, I have absolutely nothing because what you're about to tell me, I don't even know what it is. I know the gist of it, but I have no details of it because this is honestly the first time that you guys are talking about this Um, earlier today on uh your youtube channel iris you guys released a video and we're going to basically talk about the contents of that video today with this so i wanted to um just kind of open up the floor here and um like i said i how this came about was there were a couple people this past summer who messaged me cuz i didn't follow you guys on instagram post show and there were a couple people that messaged me this summer and said hey steve Are Iris and Luke still engaged Um, because she seems to have basically wiped her Instagram clean of him? And Iris, I had reached out to you after that. I didn't find this out until maybe, I don't know, a month ago or something like that. And And I had reached out to you, Iris, and I said, look, I, you know, having interviewed you guys. I just want to kind of know, just if I miss something, please tell me, I didn't, I didn't know if there was a story out there and it had been announced. Maybe there was a breakup or something. And you, you know, you responded to me and you said, look, we're going to, we're going to talk about this, um, on a, on a YouTube video, but we would love to come on the podcast and talk about it as well. So I just know kind of the gist of it, but I want to just start back from, had you guys on in June, couple of weeks after the finale airs of you guys getting engaged on, um, I was going to say Bachelor in Paradise, getting engaged on Temptation Island. Uh, you know, you guys were living in, uh, I believe, Seattle area, right? Was it Seattle? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Living in Seattle and, you know, seemingly things were great. So from that point, maybe from that interview, take us to what happened next.
2: Yeah. So, We did get engaged on Temptation Island. Everything was good. We were very happy. But in the beginning of July, we decided to take some time apart individually because of a few factors, actually. Um, One of them was that we really just wanted to grow as individuals and better ourselves before we could really decide if we really want to be together and make that commitment. And then another factor was, um, unfortunately, it's Luke's family. And I'll touch in on that in a second.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's it's I mean, anyone Mm -hmm. could imagine getting engaged on a TV show isn't the normal day to day activity. And with that came kind of a lot of pressure, Uh, you know, social media, Twitter, just everything. And as much as we're trying to focus on ourselves and building up our lives together and, you know, individually, a lot of that stuff kind of got in the way. So we we kind of just, I mean, as crazy as it is to say, just kind of ghosted social media for a little bit together and wanted to discover ourselves. And in that amount of time, we've, we we have actually saw a whole lot of growth. And it was really cool when we were able to come back together. Obviously, we still are together. We still are engaged. <laughs> um, happy to say that. And, yeah. you know, it, it's kind of it took some maturity to... Pull apart and, you know,
2: really figure out if we wanted to make that lifelong commitment.
0: Exactly.
1: So, so. when you, so when you, okay, because you guys were, it was different for you guys because let's see, 2022. So, you guys filmed your season of Temptation Island in September of 2021. You got yeah. engaged at the end of that thing and then you basically had to sit on it for seven, eight months where you can't act like you are a couple in public and whatnot. But then yeah. finally then finally you could. And so once you could, you said at that point, once it was like a public thing and you were able to talk about it, that's when kind of problems started?
2: Yeah. So basically it didn't really hit us that we were really engaged until we were able to reveal it. Yeah. Because we would not be walking around with my ring. We couldn't tell a lot of people about it. And so – up until that point things just kind of felt the same and so when it really hit us that's when we had to have our talk and be like well a lot is changing now we're making this commitment and we got to figure out if our values and our life goals really align and in July we were a little bit skeptical we saw kind of like different paths going for our lives and um that's really what made us make the decision to take some time apart and discover ourselves more. And on the show, um, during my journey, I feel like it was shown that I was trying to find more independence within myself because I never really got the time to do that. I've always been in relationships. I've always kind of just gone from boyfriend to boyfriend, been kind of codependent. And that's not really what I wanted for myself. I really wanted to find more independence and growth within myself first before I can love someone else wholeheartedly.
1: So when when you talk about splitting, and you guys said you went on your own like independent journey around July, what did that consist of? Did that consist of one of you physically moved out and you got your own place, and then how much um, communication was going on between the two of you were you texting and talking every day or was it just like, Hey, we need a, we need a clean break for, I don't know, two weeks, a month, and then let's revisit it. So Luke, how how did it go?
0: Yeah. I mean, honestly, we were able to, it was kind of crazy because we would, we have a solid friend group together. So Iris was kind of still hanging out with some of my friends and then I would hang out with my friends and Honestly, that's kind of what brought us back to talking a little bit. But for a good solid few weeks, right, Iris, we just kind of didn't talk to each other. And she was on her own journey. I was on mine. We, our, our mission wasn't to go find another person or something at all. It was to literally dive deep within ourselves, just like Iris is saying. And within that, I mean, once I saw Iris again, you know, we had both been hitting the gym, eating better just feeling better all in general and seeing each other again after after that amount of time was uh just it was it was a
2: big, it was awesome yeah. yeah and from all of that time apart I saw Luke grow exponentially he got to speak at a conference in Vegas he got slated to speak on stage and it was awesome and Gary V was actually the headliner so it was huge for him and then um Luke was on a magazine recently being one of the 30 under 30 young business professionals in Washington. So that was pretty cool. And um, I'm really proud of him. Like, I feel like he really did the work on himself and he's really grown.
0: And literally the same for Iris. It was insane. You know, just in this small amount of time, we seemingly grew so much. Uh, Iris literally got an amazing job as uh, an executive in, in a Seattle a business down there pretty recently and she's doing really well it's like kind of a male dominated business that she's in and she's literally crushing it it's a it's a new company and i don't know she's doing really well as far as all that's concerned and i'm like wow i mean this is a huge change a huge shift it seems like we're moving in the right direction and it's weird that it took a little bit of time apart for that to happen um but you know, once that break happened, it was like, wow.
2: It was I the best thing that ever happened I, to us. We
0: don't have this, like, codependency where it's the same routine. We come over, we just, just kind of lounge, and we're in the same routine. Um, we just really had to mix things up. And,
2: and we haven't been as codependent on each other as we used to be. Because after five years of being together, we really just... Like, we were growing, but we also were stagnant at the same time. We grew from being on the show and um, putting ourselves out there more, but it just didn't feel like we were growing ourselves individually and mentally.
0: Hmm. Yeah. I mean, even on top of that, like, I was dealing with some more family issues, which was brought up slightly on the show, which we didn't dive into a whole lot there. But, I mean, my mom... Is definitely facing some mental health issues. She recently just got admitted again to the hospital. Um, my brother's been in there for a while, and I've been needing to just kind of hold down the fort at home, and it has been a lot of pressure, you know, uh, with with doing that and then trying to maintain this social presence after being on a TV show engagement. We had overwhelming support. Uh, When we did make a post about it. it was. And we love
2: all of our supporters. Um, We appreciate them so much.
0: Yeah. uh, But
2: yeah, just thinking about a future with Luke and knowing the mental illness in his family, it did make me kind of skeptical for a bit. Because that's a lot of risk and responsibility to take on in the future. And I didn't quite know if I was prepared for that. But honestly, at the end of the day, we both really love each other. And we're each other's best friends, and we can't imagine life without each other at this point.
0: Yeah, wow, uh, it's 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 pretty intense. I mean, honestly, and the journey not even stopping; it's just it's beginning.
2: just beginning. Yeah, uh. we thought Temptation Island was the journey, <laughs> but now we're on this life journey, and it's been incredible.
1: Well, that's that's great to hear. I mean, I'm sorry to hear about the family stuff, Luke. Um, I know, like you said, this was touched on. Very briefly on the show, I think it might have been, I think you might have actually talked about it more on the show, but stuff got left out on the editing, you know, the cutting room floor, I think. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So, um, now I guess my question would be to either one of you to answer was in this time apart, was there therapy for each of, did you guys seek out therapy? Do you, are you currently in therapy? Are you in couples counseling? How is it going that way for either of you? That's a great question. And honestly, we
2: actually recently just completed a session of online therapy Hmm. and we like it a lot. We're thinking that we're going to keep doing it because honestly, I think everyone could use therapy and it's been really helpful for us so far.
0: Yeah. I mean, being able to just kind of get some things off my chest with, you know, I think on the show, one of my issues was seeking, you know, guidance from other people that happened to be girls in my past which was a really stupid thing to be doing so i was able to now open up to you know
2: a professional (laughs)
0: professional um even iris's other close girlfriends that know her really well and you know there was a time when we just had the I I had a lot to get off my chest. So I heard my mom and family doing therapy and stuff in the past. And I thought, Oh, I I don't need that. I don't need to go down that path. I'm stronger than that. But it's like, no one's too strong to get what they have on their chest off. And it's a weight that's lifted. That is like one of the best things that you can do. I mean, I don't have guy friends that I can go, you know, share a lot of this stuff with that aren't just going to, I mean, they'll they'll hear me out, but there's nothing like uh, having the therapist, uh, really the professional there to help.
1: Well, I mean, you met, you brought it up, Luke, and one of the things that was talked about on the show, and I guess the thing they seemed to focus your relationship around was this. In terms of Luke's end of it, was this thing of texting ex girlfriends and maybe crossing a boundary and stuff like that. During this time off, is this? Or did you have any worries, Iris, that this was going to resurface? Did it resurface at all? Or is it strictly it's not that anymore? You don't really have any worries in regards to that storyline that was portrayed on the show?
2: If I'm going to be completely honest, I was slightly worried about it. But that didn't happen, apparently. Like, some of my really close girlfriends told me that, like, he hit them up and said that he wanted to be a better man and hopefully we can get back together and he was actually asking them for guidance and still respecting me so I applaud him for that I feel like that's a really good route to take instead of texting exes or people from your past like if you need girls to talk to go to like close friends or your girlfriend's close friends or any like female family members and so I feel like he did that, and I'm really proud of him for that.
1: Yeah. So, Luke, that was something that I'm guessing, you know, once you guys had your break, Luke, I'm guessing that's got to be something that stuck in your head of like, hey, if anything, if I'm going to win her back or get back with Iris, the last thing I need to do is put any seed of doubt into her mind that the past transgressions that I had don't resurface.
0: Yeah. And I mean, one thing as much as, you know, the edit on the show for me, I I felt like it wasn't as portrayed as, you know, I felt the whole journey was for me on my side of things. Uh, But what they did a good job of is showing me all the faults that I don't want to admit, you know, and seeing that stuff in the third person watching myself on TV gave me a crazy perspective to be like holy crap, like there are things that I'm doing even if I'm joking around or whatever that are like actually hurting people. And I cannot continue to do that. So I did learn valuable lessons there just watching the the show back. And, you know, it's, it's a lot easier to not make those mistakes when I really deeply feel the pain that maybe I caused other people uh, in the past. Yeah. Those-
1: oh, and it's great that you, you know, came to that realization, didn't fall back into that trap when you didn't have Iris as you know, this codependency that you talk about, that she, she wasn't there for you during this, this time away from each other. You know, Luke, I don't want to, I don't want to ask you anything that's going to make you uncomfortable. Um, and you don't have to answer it if you don't want to, I totally respect that. But in, in terms of the mental health situation with your family, um, I, 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 I I can't speak on it because I don't – it doesn't run anywhere in my family, and I can't really say I've had anybody – I know anybody that I've been close to that has dealt with that. But obviously we know it's a big issue in this country right now. It's really it's really yeah. gained in the last couple of years. Is this something that you are – because it runs in your family that you feel like it could happen to you someday? Is it, is it always lurking? Is it something that you're always wary of? Or how does it, yeah. how do you handle something like that?
0: Honestly? Yeah, that's a great question. And I really feel like I'm lucky in this situation where I, I'm just completely kind of the opposite of what's happened to my family members. in in a lot of these senses, I don't feel like it could really happen to me. Um,
2: you have a really strong I, mind. I
0: have a really strong mind. I have a lot of great coping mechanisms. Um, to ward off depression Uh, I mean in the case of my mom it's like a bipolar depressive thing uh, that led to like next level schizophrenia almost where Mm. she's been on medication pharmaceuticals for over 25 years she's she was a seafare princess and like uh, gymnastics like super awesome college athlete and everything and just crushing it and then you know she got on the wrong medication and Mm -hmm. You know, these, these drugs that can be prescribed can help people. But, you know, in a lot of cases, what I've seen, especially with my brother who was in the same boat, grown up totally fine. um, But then he got on, you know, Adderall, something as common as Adderall or whatever, uh, Ritalin. And it led to just a whole new crazy thing. And then he's, he's been locked away in a psych ward for freaking four years and it's extremely hard to deal with that and i feel like i gotta hold the family together be the glue that's why i'm trying to crush it so much in my own business you know being able to speak on stages and magazines all this stuff is incredible and it's just the polar opposite and i'm trying to set the example for my family it's just like they're not uh it's not resonating with them it's really hard to communicate with them um but as far as i'm concerned yeah i'm trying to Make it big so I can get them the right help they need, get the right brain scans. I've been doing a lot of, I was a psychology minor in college myself, uh, minored in that and learned a lot about drug and alcohol effects on the body, just all these and different genetics things, too. genetics, just, you know, there's certain brain scans you can do to see what's going on. But when they get put in these hospitals, uh, you know, they just get a whole list of injections. My brother was on like four pages of different drugs at one point, And it fucking made me cry, man. Like, uh, so it was insane. And, you know, that's, that's kind of where it's at. And I know there's so many families out dealing with that kind of thing. And that's what I was trying to shine through a little bit more on the show. Cause I knew a lot of people could probably resonate with that. And when you first look at me and judge me on TV, you're probably not going to imagine any of the, the hardships I might face. You know, a lot of people in the comments would say different things that they just did not really understand anything about me. But, uh, yeah, that's that's kind of that's kind of where we're at there. And, you yeah. know, that's one of my biggest whys and why I stay fired up um, to to keep growing.
1: And, Iris, I know you had mentioned it. Um, in an earlier answer that you were, there was a part of you that kind of worried a little bit, you know, maybe without having known as, as much information and in the background of it, that maybe Luke possibly headed down, could head down that road at one point. And this is one of the reasons like, Hey, do I want to, you know, be with somebody that, um, could possibly exactly. have these mental health issues down the road, but you've seemed to overcome that hurdle. I take it.
2: Yeah. I mean, Obviously, like there's always that risk when it comes to mental illness in the family that it could run down the line and it also could potentially pass on to your offspring. So it was a lot for me to take in after we got engaged that that could possibly happen in the future. But I know that Luke really does have a strong mind and he has like so many hobbies. He has like 50 different hobbies that he uses to cope with anything going on in his life. And I think that's amazing. Um, I think that that's really shaped him to be the strong person he is today. And in regards to it potentially happening to our offspring, if we were to have kids in the future, that's definitely like a hard pill to swallow. But we've talked about it a lot in the past couple months. And we would want to just raise our kid in the best environment as possible. Because I feel like that plays a huge factor in how people grow up, even if that genetic could run in the family. It's
0: nature and nurture. I mean, there's two factors that really lead into that. It could be a genetic thing. It also could be how you're raised. And, you know, that's one of the big things there. I'm not really looking for any sympathy. I I don't play that victim card with any of that. And that's why I remain positive and happy every day.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, Do you have? uh, I mean, uh, do you have another? How many siblings are in your family total, Luke?
0: Uh, Just a brother, a sister, mom, dad. My grandparents have been a great support. Uh, My mom was just getting her floor redone, so we couldn't cook in there, and we had to go eat out. And my mom literally, like, was just almost causing a scene at every restaurant we would go to, and (laughs) like, it was was that kind of thing. I mean, um, my mom is literally still the most sweet woman ever. She wouldn't hurt a fly. She would always be packing my lunches, putting notes in there, and is just the most caring person ever, you know. Um she's she's amazing. And it's even more hard in that regard to watch, you know, that stuff happen to her. Um uh, I'm still trying to help my sister. She's younger. My brother's like twenty five. My sister's twenty two now and I'm twenty nine, about to be thirty, so I'm the oldest. Again putting me in that role of trying to you know, be the glue, be the leader. Um, parents have been separated since I've been 12. Um, and, you know, but I grew up in an amazing household knowing, wow, like I got it good. My parents were together. Like I, I had it great as a child growing up, tons of sports. Iris mentioned all the hobbies I have and, you know, everything from the gym to, to paintballing, to, flying remote control airplanes, like, oh, I'll get nerdy with it. But, you know, I love snowboard, just anything, um, make videos. I take all of Iris's photos on
1: her Instagram. So if you're yeah. wondering
0: why her photos are so
1: awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're, the, you're the Instagram boyfriend. You're the Instagram fiance is what you are. We wear a lot of hats. We wear a lot of hats over here. So, <laughs> so you, you know, you mentioned that you said your mom just recently was, I don't know if instituted is the right word, um, but she was recently ba- put back in the hospital. Do, are you allowed? What's the relationship like? Are you allowed to see her and talk to her or no?
0: Even more messed up. Like, you can't, I mean, ever since the whole COVID protocol, it was, I mean, people knew when their elderly got sick, they couldn't go say bye to their elderly if, if they were literally on their deathbed. Like, tons of bad things were happening. You know, I still can't really even go into these hospitals or talk to her um I guess I can call her on the phone uh after calling the hospital but it's been you know my mom's not going to be in there for long it's just like she's probably going through a hectic time with getting the house remodeled kind of thing right now but you know she'll be back to a baseline once that's all done uh but yeah my brother like I try and call him when I was out in Vegas I just wanted to call him it was his birthday on October 15th and he just didn't answer the phone and last year, when I tried to go see him out there, like a two hour drive one way to go see him in this like old eighteen hundreds giant institute, Western State Hospital in Washington. It's like built in the eighteen hundreds It's not like a jail cell looking like in there, but it's it's pretty it's like an asylum out of a movie kind of thing mm. um it's kind of, so. Uh, tried to go see him and he just wouldn't even come to see me, you know. So uh, I feel like so bad for him. He he's probably just extremely depressed. I don't even know, like where his head's at at this point. After all, he's been through in there.
1: What what is the? When was the last time you? This is your twenty five year old brother, the the, the middle yeah. child.
0: I haven't seen him for maybe two and a half years or some three years. Oh maybe. wow.
1: Wow. Okay. Um, and it's because you just really kind of can't. I mean, you've tried, like you said, and he just isn't responsive.
0: He won't even call the, or he won't even answer the phone. I talked to the caretaker in there and she's like, oh, he's taking a nap or, uh, you know, he's he just turned around and he shook his head no kind of thing. And he, he doesn't want to answer the phone.
1: Hmm. Man, it's got to be tough. And like I said, but I, what you're doing on the other end, the, the positive work that you're doing and speaking when you do these speaking engagements, are you, are you bringing this up as part of your story and sharing with people? Um, not
0: really. It's mainly just, you know, when I get in the business talk of things,
1: uh, it's strictly business it, stuff. It,
0: it's, it's pretty business. It's, A lot of different things. Uh, I may get to maybe opening up more about that in the future when the time calls for that. I'm looking to maybe even going to speak. I spoke at my college, but I may even want to go back to my high school, help some seniors or something, learn about, you know, different ways to make money online, whether it's YouTube, affiliate marketing, Amazon FBA. Uh, I think I even had someone from your podcast message me saying they heard me on your show and were, they were interested in my program about Amazon. They ended up taking it, and I had a call with them the other day that went awesome. So nice, happy to bring out your <laughs> followers as well.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, re- I remember you talking about that because I was curious about what is what is it exactly that you do, and you explained it, and I was like, oh, okay, and I'm glad that somebody heard that and and took it to heart because we know that. You know, t- you know, 10 years ago, probably not even five years ago, but probably five years ago is when it really started to where, wait a second, you can really monetize <laughs> social media. And especially with YouTube and now TikTok. I believe is the number one platform, um, social media platform out there to, to make money. I know Instagram is kind of dropping down the list, but that's why they're pushing reels and you can make money on reels now. I mean, it's just
0: shorts, YouTube shorts, shorts are popping yeah. off right now. Yeah. Uh, I'm, long form YouTube videos and then I do a 60 second short and it just gets like 10 times more views. I'm like, wow, I spent way less time on that.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's, it's crazy. But, um, Iris back to you real quick. Um, Luke had mentioned this job that you got in a, in a male dominated industry and you're doing really well. Tell us how this all came about or what happened.
2: Yeah. So immediately when we decided to take our time apart, I knew I was going to have all this free time. I mean, Luke taught me how to also sell on Amazon, but I really wanted to build more of a career for myself. I went to school for business, and I wanted just something that I could work towards while I had all this free time.
1: By the way, where did you go to college?
2: um, I went to Bellevue College. Bellevue, okay. Yeah. So um, I decided to just apply for all these jobs, not really thinking much of it. And then I got um, called to interview for this cool like sales executive position and everyone on my team is male, which is crazy that um, they decided to give me the job, but I love it so far and I feel like it's been really great for me.
1: Have you, did anybody at work know you and from the show did any even them watch and be like, oh your you and your fiance were on Temptation Island. Did anybody know or no?
2: actually, um, my manager, I guess, through interviewing me, found out that I was on the show, <laughs> <laughs> and it kind of became like a funny topic for like my third interview. Um, he probably like searched me up to make sure like I was a legit person and then found that out. <laughs> uh, but then we talked about it, and he found out like that. Me and Luke made it through the show, got engaged, and he was impressed. He's like, that probably took, like, kind of a business mindset to get to the end. And I said, in a way, yeah. yeah. Like, Luke and I have goals for our future that we want to accomplish. And, like, just kind of having that business mindset together along with having the love for each other really helped us get towards the end.
1: Well, now that you're in this good place, and again, congratulations to you too. This is a lot of work. Because I think a lot of people that get engaged, you know, I cover Bachelor and Bachelorette and have spoken to a lot of the couples and, you know, whether it was as a couple or individually over the years. And like Luke said, it's just not a natural way to get engaged because Mm -hmm. right away, pretty much on all these shows, you have to keep it secret for X amount of time until, you know, your finale airs. So that makes it all kind of weird. Now, your show is different because you didn't meet on the show. You guys were already a couple it was just this, hey, let's go try this social experiment, essentially. But still, it had to have been weird because you did get engaged, and yet only close family and friends even knew. You weren't allowed to talk about it. You weren't allowed to go out in public and hold hands and you know be a, a couple. You had to wait six, seven months. Yeah. But now that we're at this point and you guys are in a good place, you've been through counseling and seems to be going better, um, have you guys thought or talked about wedding plans? Are you planning anything or – Have you not even gotten there yet?
2: So I remember at the reunion, we did say in a couple years, we want to get married in Santorini, Greece. Um, But ever since we've circled back and started talking again and got back together, realized that we want to stay engaged. We've kind of decided that, of course, we still want to have a cool destination wedding, but we're kind of just playing it by ear right now. We don't want to, like, think about all the pressure from the public and the show. We just want to focus on ourselves and our love for each other and just go from there.
1: Okay. No, I mean, that's perfectly acceptable. I mean, nothing... I was just curious if you guys had, um, you know, said, okay, let's now start planning stuff now that we know that this is exactly what we want. We've taken our time apart. We've Mm -hmm. learned more about each other and, you know, let's do this. But you got plenty of time. I mean, you guys are... Iris, how old are you again?
2: I'm twenty eight.
1: You're twenty-eight, Luke. You said you're about to be thirty. You got you're in no hurry. Yeah, you, you don't have to, you know, jump and, you know, go get married tomorrow. Um <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So I a question, uh, you know, um I mean, thank you for sharing that story, and I think a lot of people maybe can resonate with it. And, you know, people even in the reality TV world, just navigating any relationship coming off a reality show is just not easy because before this, the only people you really had giving their opinions about you two were family and friends. Now you've got complete strangers. And while they don't know you personally, they know you from a TV show and maybe know you from whatever personality you put out on social media, strangers still feel the need to tell you what they think. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you don't you don't care because they don't know you, but it's something that you're just like, oh, well, they, they noticed this. And it's just like it might change certain behaviors because they're saying something and it's just, I can understand where it's just like, wow, this is, it's not easy to deal in a public relationship coming off a reality show. I'm sure you guys, you know, have dealt with that.
2: Yeah, definitely.
1: And I'm looking at, um, you know, looking at temptation Island and, you know, probably going to air a new season coming in uh, 2023. We know it's coming. Um, just out of curiosity uh, with, with you guys, in these last five months, are you in contact with any of your castmates? Um, I mean, Iris, are you, do you speak to, do you see Jillian or Ashley or Ash and, and, and Luke, do you have any contact or keep in touch with, with Hanya Lascelles or, uh, or Edgar?
2: Actually. Yeah. I still talk to Jillian all the time. Okay. Um, she was one of my closest friends on the show, and we message every now and then. And I'm planning to hopefully see her this December. She lives in West Palm. Yeah. In Florida, and um, I was hoping to come out there, if my boss approves it, <laughs> and just see her and hang out with her again, because I miss her so much. And she was even really there for me and Luke um, when we decided to take time apart. So... I love her to death. She's a real one. Yeah. <laughs> and also Ashley, too. Ashley, I talk to her a lot. She's such a sweetheart, such an angel. Um, she has a boyfriend now. Yeah. And she seems really happy. And um, it's been really cool, like, seeing her grow after her breakup on the show. So, yeah, really proud of her. Um, Ash, she, I think, is kind of going down her own path right now i know she moved to vegas recently um she's been killing it out there she's really close with one of our castmates brianna who i love also mm. and i know that she's doing great for herself and that's ultimately what matters
0: yeah uh i mean like i said i i called jillian a number of times because i know <laughs> iris and jillian were on the show jillian shares that experience and she knows Iris better than any of the guys that I was with uh, knew her. So I was able to get a lot of good feedback from Jillian on where where we're going, what, what's going on. Just get some advice, another piece of advice. Um, I even spoke a little bit with Edgar uh, about all that was happening during that time. Uh, we're even in a big group chat with literally all the cast members, uh, pretty much all of them. And even Ray Rock just like reposted my magazine photo that i posted on my instagram in the group i was like whoa thanks man like <laughs> everyone usually shares their posts when they drop a new one and i hardly do that but uh ray rock shared it for me i was like dude you the man but uh uh yeah lascelles i think i you know i think last time i spoke with him was maybe uh when we saw him in person at the miami party but oh yeah yeah so i don't Really, you know, I kind of keep to myself uh, as much as maybe I'm posting things out there. I just kind of keep to myself and field the messages that come my way kind of thing. Um, but, you know, if I do have any other questions or I feel like checking in with someone here and there, uh, I might might reach out and uh, do that. So,
2: yeah, other than that, there's yeah. also a couple of the single guys who I'm super close to to this day. Oh, um, OK. Kevin from New York, we talk all the time. He's one of the homies. Um, He, like, is fully supportive of whatever I choose to do. And um, he's cool with Luke, which is awesome. And then um, Blake, I don't know if you remember Blake. He had the connection with Ashley on the show. He's actually moving out here to Seattle pretty soon because he just got an awesome job here. Mm. And so we're going to be hanging out with him.
1: (laughs) But uh, no no Deke, no... uh... Any contact oh, with Deke I, at all?
2: Deke and I are cool. I think oh, okay. the show, during, like we would um, just send really platonic messages to each other, supporting each other, and like we we have a cool friendship. Even if we don't talk all the time, or if we don't talk for a long period of time, like we still support each other and we're cool. Oh,
1: okay, that's good. Yeah, I didn't know. I, like, I had no idea. Obviously. Who or what, I, and I, I'm i pretty sure none of those couples are still together, right? Jillian Edgar are not together in the cells. Obviously, Ashley, you said, has a new boyfriend, and if Ash, yeah. if Ash moved to Vegas, I'm assuming Hanya is still in New Mexico area. I think that's where they were from, right? New Mexico? Weren't they from Yeah. There? Yeah, they're
2: not together anymore, but I know that they're cool.
1: Okay, that's good. Good to hear. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I mean, this is – it's it's a hell of a learning experience for sure. And it's it's different, like I said, obviously, than The Bachelor or The Bachelorette because when you go on that show, you're going on there to meet somebody. You guys and the three other couples went on there as couples that had already been in an established relationship and you just kind of, you know, navigate it. It's, it's definitely weird. It's definitely a, a hell of a social experiment that not <coughs> – excuse me, everybody can do. But <coughs> – excuse me – um. Yeah, I mean, you guys get to a point where you, a point where you guys are kind of, like you said, you get engaged at the end of this thing and then you're just thrown back into your real world, but you can't really do real world stuff because you have to wait till the show airs and, you know, it can bring up all these weird things and then you have to watch the show back together and it's like you can warn the other person what you might have said or done, but until someone sees it play out, then it's like, oh, well, you didn't mention you did this or you said this. And, you know, it's just it's got to be a weird experience. I I can't imagine. I mean, when you look back on it now, you know, a year later from filming, are you happy that you did it? Or do you look back and be like, you know what? I think we'd still be in this place right now, even if we didn't do the show. What is your feelings about the show now, a year later?
2: I'm really happy we did it. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I mean as as much craziness that happened like you have to kind of fall down uh, in my case stumble a little bit mess up a little bit to see what you need to improve on you know and, and I would have never had that third person experience and that those learning lessons if that stuff didn't happen uh, yeah. so I don't regret it for a second and look Iris and I are still you know Mature, we're back, we're, we're doing our thing together. And, you know, it's, I mean, I'm happy.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like, there was a lot of self reflection on both of our ends on that show. We realized things about ourselves that we probably wouldn't have realized if we just stayed back here at home. So I'm really happy we did it. And there was just a lot of introspectiveness that we saw within ourselves while doing that experience.
1: And you got to go to Hawaii for a month. I mean, how about then, that? You got a vacation in Hawaii for a month. Okay. Have you,
2: yeah, F8, i Yeah, awesome ca- friends. I'm not calling it a vacation. Yeah, I was going to say.
1: Because was well, it, it wasn't a vacation because you didn't actually, outside of the time you arrived on the boat and then uh, at the very end, it's not like you took a vacation together. You were completely... Yeah, it, was, it was like work, basically. Yeah, like a work <laughs> trip. Um, Have you guys, by many chance, have you guys been back to Hawaii since then? Like, it, is it something that maybe you think you would go back to as an anniversary date or something along those lines? You ever thought about that?
2: Um, actually, before we went there, Luke and I had been to Maui together before. Mm. We had an amazing time. And then I know Luke goes to Maui pretty regularly. I've been to like Honolulu and Maui a few times before that too. So I can definitely see us going there. We live on the West Coast, so it's not too bad of a flight. Yeah, yeah but
0: Mark said uh, the new season is going to be on the big island. Mark said that.
1: Oh, oh it is. It? Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, in Kona, I guess. So yeah, the big Island.
1: Oh, so the, yeah, that's right. Cause the first three have all been on Maui, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know there, I didn't know they were moving to Kona. Oh, interesting.
0: Yeah, but, uh, what villas they might be in over there.
2: And yeah. And like the scenery It's
0: probably going to be a <laughs> whole lot of different twists. I think they work to improve every season. Um, yeah, it's exciting to see what's coming out. I, I kind of feel a little bad for a lot of people that go into that experience <laughs> because you don't know what a, you're getting yeah, into. It's a lot
2: of psychological um. work.
1: <laughs> Have, ha, did anybody – um had anybody reached out to you? Anybody that was either a single or a couple that was like in casting ever reach out to you and be like, hey, me and my boyfriend or me and my girlfriend are – we we're, we're you know we're in the final stages. You don't have to give name. I don't want to know names or anything, but um oh. we're we're in the final stages, and just out of curiosity, what can we expect? Did anybody reach out to you
2: the oh, for the for the, for the season. upcoming season? Okay. Yeah, I don't know if anyone who got casted, but there were people that were in the middle of interviewing for the show who were reaching out and asking like, what's the process like? Do you recommend it? Hmm. Do you think like this was good for you and mm-hmm. at the end of the day. I thought it was really good for myself. I can't say that for everyone, but as long as you go into it with an open heart and you really do the work and try to grow, I think that it's a great choice.
1: Yeah. Okay. So that's what I was. So people did reach out. You just don't know if they ended up making the final cast. I guess we'll know once the cast is the cast list is released. You'd be like, Oh yeah, that person talked to us or that person reached out. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I'm excited to see
1: who made it. <laughs> yeah, I wonder when we're going to get. Um, I'm trying to remember your guys. You guys didn't start airing until February, I believe. So we didn't even see. Oh, it
2: was uh, March.
1: Was yeah. it March? Okay, so we didn't even probably see till what February? Who the names were? We we didn't even know who yeah. the couples were and the singles until probably what a couple weeks before the premiere, I think. Maybe a month at the so most.
2: Like exactly a month. I'm pretty
1: sure. Okay. Yeah. And so, uh, assuming. They're doing the same timeline. I, I know we don't know um, the year before in season two, it basically ran parallel to The Bachelor, which started in January. So we we found out about the couples like in December. But, yeah, it all depends on when it's going to start. I have no idea what their plan is for when the show starts and when it's you know going to air. Uh, we just don't know until they officially announce it. But we we know that they are having a season five. So yep. definitely looking forward to that. And sure um, follow, follow Mark Wahlberg on Instagram for any clues or tips he might give people. But, uh, yeah, we're not going <laughs> to know names of anybody until, you know, unless something leaks or something like that. But until the cast list officially comes out, I would think.
2: Yeah. Luke and I are probably going to be binging it when it comes out. <laughs> um, but actually, Luke is going to be going on um, a big trip for the next few months. On his own, actually, to do some more discovery, yeah. So we're going to be handling some long distance for a little bit. I might come see him every now and then because I have the option to be remote from my job at times. But um, he's going to be going to Dubai in December.
1: Whoa, okay. So this is a big thing. And and you're going to be gone for a couple months, Luke?
0: Yeah, I mean, this is iris knows almost since we started dating this has been something that's been on my mind i have just an innate calling to travel and get out and do things uh i remember when we went to miami and lived together in miami um you know iris and her family are really tight it was kind of hard for me to get her out of the home and come stay with me i don't know if her parents really approved of it that much but uh it it, it took a while but we got Iris and i out in miami and that was amazing another huge uh you know that's how we got a photo taken of us that got us picked to be on temptation island someone uh from casting commented on my photo of us on the beach on valentine's day and said you look like a great couple want to like try out for the show so we never (laughs) that we may never have been on the show so (laughs) I have a lot of good uh business connections and friends I'm going to be meeting in Dubai and you know weather's going to be nice I have I just booked the Airbnb last night and you know Iris is definitely planning on meeting me out there uh when she can get a little extra time off and like she said her job's a little more lenient with that so I just have to do this, you know?
1: And it's, it's more of a business venture. It's not just, Hey, I'm going to go. I want to, or is it business and a kind of find yourself trip? It's a both.
0: Oh yeah. Well, we're still on the journey. We're still like independently growing while deeply in love with each other. Um, <laughs> and, gotcha. But it's only for business. You know, I'm at my home. You you heard how the home life kind of is. I need to get away, especially in the, the cold, depressing, Seattle weather. I need, and I need an awesome landscape for the videos I make. I need the motivation, the inspiration, and you know that type of environment to work at my best.
1: Gotcha. Okay. Um, well, that I mean, obviously, good luck with that, and um, that should be a hell of a trip. Uh, hopefully, Iris, you can get out there, and um,
2: yeah, and- I know he's going to more than just Dubai too. I think he's also going to do Thailand. Um, so at some
0: points I definitely want to come visit. You'll have to meet me in Bali. Yeah, we're <laughs>
1: <That's laughs> um, Well, you guys, thank you uh, so much for doing this. And like I said at the very beginning, you can go on Iris's YouTube channel and check this out—a uh, video that you guys put out today in regards to everything that we had talked about here. But uh, I definitely wanted to have you guys on. Was able to finally hear, you know, what has been going on for the last four or five months and someone first came to me and told me like, Hey, is, are they not together? And I was like, actually, I don't know. And then, you know, I said like, I reach out to you, Iris, and you told me, but I didn't, I didn't know anything other than everything you told me on this, uh, you guys said on this podcast. So again, congratulations to you guys really, really cool of you to do the work that I think a lot of couples maybe don't do. And they just kind of skip certain steps and think things are magically going to get better. And, um, Frankly, it's usually not the case. So uh, it's very impressive that you guys have done this work and you guys are working on each other and um, have gotten away from that codependency that you said, you know, you guys had uh, relied on so much. So good luck to you guys in the future. Obviously I will be following along and um, again, congratulations on everything. And thanks for, thanks for wanting to come on the podcast and share the story as well.
2: Yeah. Thanks so much for having us on. We appreciate you taking the time to, really get our story, and we, we love being on your podcast.
0: Yeah, thank you, Steve.
1: You got it. Good luck, you guys. We'll be in touch.
2: All right. Thank you.
1: All right. Yep. Thank you so much to Luke and Iris for coming on and sharing that story. If you followed them during – bat I keep wanting to say in Paradise. If you follow them during Temptation Island, you, uh, you know they were the only couple to get engaged. And I had them on, like I said, back in June. It was like the 17th or the 27th. I think the 17th. And, um, you know, like a lot of people that I have on the podcast, some I follow on Instagram and some I don't. I had no idea until someone brought it to my attention. They're like, yeah, Iris scrubbed all of her pictures of Luke off of her Instagram page. And I was like, oh, that's never a good sign. We know this. This happens all the time in Bachelor Nation when all of a sudden you have all these pictures and then all of a sudden you don't. Why would you scrub them unless you were not together? But they were taking their time and actually putting in work to make the relationship better, which just doesn't happen in the reality TV world. We know it doesn't. So all the props to them for, for doing that, and great to hear that they came out on the uh, on the other end of things, and things are going well between them. So, again, congratulations to Luke and Iris. Glad things are going well, and I hope you enjoyed their story. But, man, I mean, Luke... Talk about stepping up in the family. Uh, I mean, what Luke is doing uh, with that going on with his mother and brother is just is highly commendable uh, for what he's doing. So thanks again to Luke and Iris for coming on. Thank you all for listening. Please rate, subscribe and review in Apple podcasts. And we'll be back, um, like I said, at the beginning of the podcast. Your daily roundup is up right now. You can check that out or you can, um, you know, listen to that. Listen to this one. And then tomorrow back, obviously, with another daily roundup. So, for Luke and Iris, I'm Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. See ya!